0: Welcome to another episode of Scientology Fair Game, the podcast. Hello, Mikey.
1: Hello, Lily. How You're are you? very honey. pretty
0: today. Thank you. <laughs> You're Would supposed you...
1: to return that compliment, but well, here's the uh, thing, Mike. you know.
0: <laughs> here's the thing, Mike. You always look good. Okay, you have a great <laughs> head of hair. You have a great head of hair. You're aging beautifully. So I just feel like to say it is just, it's just obvious, you know. I don't always. Oh, right. Have makeup on or my hair done when we do these podcasts, so it makes sense why you might say today that I look pretty. So you understand? Oh, okay, you yes, always look okay. good. All right. All yeah, right. Well, th-
1: you're you're the PR queen. Look at that! What a, perfect response, a perfect response. Does that mean? Response. Wait that a minute. Ab- what that does was that, was that mean? Absolutely unrehearsed, perfect response. It was.
0: Would you like to introduce <laughs> our guest who's been? Waiting I would to- love to introduce
1: our guest. Our, our, we are talking to another special. We have a lot of special people that show up on our podcast, Leah. You know that a lot. Oh, I know that, and it's, and there, it's really great that so many people are willing to sit down and talk to us about agreed. this subject. But agreed. This this particular person is a media and politics reporter. He's done a dozen or more stories about Scientology, with plenty more to come. He has a huge following on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to put the address, his Twitter handle, and Instagram, and all the others on my website, etc. When this episode goes out, but today, welcome Yashar Ali.
2: Hello, my friends.
0: Hello, Good my to friend. be with you. <laughs> Thank my you first for podcast. Us. Can you believe it? No, I... I was
1: shocked when you said that.
0: I am so honored. That you said yes to us. And because yes. it is your first podcast, I'm sure you have thousands of requests, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, so the fact that, like Mike said, that you're willing to talk to us and uh, said yes immediately, we really appreciate it. Thank you. It's
2: an honor to be
0: asked. Thank you, sweetheart. Well, let's talk about you for a moment, shall we? Uh, you're sure? You were never a Scientologist. Uh no. Yeah. So th- th- this is not even uh, uh, why. What got you interested in Scientology?
2: When I was sixteen years old, I stumbled upon a website called Operation Clambake, which was Mike. I don't know how you would frame it, but sort of an opposition site to Scientology.
1: Yeah, and and also a place with where. The guy that ran it, Andreas Heldal Lund in Norway, collected an enormous amount of material and made it available on that website. And I think that that's really the enormous value that it has had and continues to have is as a repository
2: of information about Scientology. And I was shocked by what was on there. And at that point, I mean, you didn't have, both of you were in Scientology, you didn't have Going Clear, you didn't have all this stuff that people know about you had enough you had the, the big time magazine article in 1992 you had various lawsuits and there was enough in there that i was absolutely mesmerized by the information i know but i i was an odd kid and and i will also note that i knew i knew what the name was because a couple of years earlier i had seen like 10 dianetics commercials right. on tv like in a in the span of a couple of days and I bought the book.
0: You bought Dianetics.
2: I bought Dianetics when I was probably like 14 years old. Because this and was a
0: powerful campaign. I think you're talking about the campaign that was done by um
2: Jeff Hawkins.
0: Jeffrey Hawkins. And the, the
2: volcano it, erupting yes. and all that stuff. And and it I mean, I, I probably got through one page of it before I was like, what is this ridiculous nonsense? Right. So I I landed on Operation Clambake and I started. Reading it, and I remember it was around eleven o'clock at night. Hmm. And after an hour, I called my cousin and I said, "Have you seen this website?" And she didn't know anything about Scientology except for Tom Cruise's involvement.
0: Right.
2: And she went on it, and we stayed up till three or four in the morning. Wow. Reading as much as we could, and we were obsessed. And I was obsessed, and and I've remained obsessed over these years, even when. I was working in politics with exposing all of this information because when you sit somebody down, you say, what if I told you there was a tax exempt religion Mm -hmm. that didn't allow people to leave if they wanted to leave, that sent private investigators after people if they dared to question anything in the religion, that sued anyone who asked questions. If I didn't attach Scientology to that, if I didn't say it was Mm -hmm. Scientology, they would say, well, that sounds crazy. But the second I would mention Scientology, they would say, "Oh, isn't that the Tom Cruise thing? Or isn't that the John Travolta right. thing?"
0: <laughs> right.
2: And so, I, you know, it's been it's been a twenty year obsession of mine, and it's something that that I can't shake, and I'm proud to be associated with. Meaning the obsession with exposing the abuses of of Scientology, um, because it doesn't make sense. Right. That's what it's about to me. It doesn't make sense that this criminal organization could continue to exist in the form that it's in
0: right and uh we're talking about scientology when it comes to and 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 by the way what is the response before we move on what is the response when you ask people that those questions The,
2: the response has varied over the years it certainly has gotten better and by better i mean you know, the way that we, you and the three of us would hope it would be in the past few years with your show, with Going Clear and all the other stuff. But I remember in, in the early 2000s when people would say, oh, they're scary. Let's not talk about them. They may be listening to us, which is absurd. Right. Um. And, you know, or people saying, oh yeah, it's crazy, but they just sue everybody. Right. Now it's people saying, oh, is it, is it, is it really that bad because isn't you know now it's, it's sort of veered off with all of the abuses in the catholic church what what makes it different from the catholic church or people reporters will say to me i don't want the headache of dealing with them <laughs> elected officials but, for the most part you know dismiss it and laugh about it because they don't understand how nefarious it is and the most important thing that i always remind people is the the, the media can certainly do more people like you and Mike have done, will continue to do more, but have done a lot. Mm -hmm. It's now in the hands of the government. And so elected officials don't want to believe when I say this to them, that they are responsible for allowing this to continue.
0: Correct. And the media, the, the, the media, like you're saying, are afraid to cover it uh, because they, they Scientology has a reputation for being litigious they they are also responsible because oftentimes what 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 we see is um critics of scientology say this or anti-scientologists say that we're neither i don't like to be called a critic it drives of scientology me nuts. yeah me too and it's like, <laughs> i'm saying do your own story right do your own story have your own opinion but the few people who are covering right and we're not talking about you know time magazine that did something a long time ago the la times has has done nothing but you, Marlo Stern, uh, Tony Ortega, Tampa Bay Times, and that's about it, and that's about yeah. it.
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's
0: infuriating. Go ahead. And, and
1: Yashar, don't you think also that politicians tend to act and respond when there is media coverage on things?
2: That's why media stories often, you know, end up initiating federal investigations congressional investigations because they have no other choice but to respond to it. And, and what I say about the media stuff, the, the critics thing is what, you know, that sort of framing that you just mentioned, Leah, but critics say Scientology. And, and what I often say to editors and reporters is, would you say that about North Korea? You would never say, critics say about North Korea. Right. You would say North Korea is a dictatorship. It's an, it's an autocracy. It's, it's a vicious, brutal regime. Right. And by saying critics say you are leaving room for another interpretation. And when it right. comes to Scientology, there is no other interpretation other than that it is, and it's my favorite thing to say to people, it is a criminal organization that is set up as a for-profit business masquerading as a religion. Correct. That's it.
0: Right. How do we move past this, Yashar? Because it is uh, becoming increasingly frustrating to us as well and, and to the victims who are not receiving their days in courts or receiving fair treatment because uh, judges are affiliated with uh, or, or doing the work for. Uh, I, I mean, what, what, what can one continue to do? To get the message out there that it isn't about being a critic, it's about expo- exposing, like you said, a criminal organization and what they're doing every day with their tax-exempt money is not why they have tax exemption.
2: I think that part of this is about, and I and I and I take responsibility for this uh, going forward uh, is 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 public education. Um, so you, if you go on somewhere like Twitter, where every reporter, every editor lives. Yeah you have a lot of discussions about how people should report on the trump administration right. or how people should talk about trump or biden or republicans you don't have that sort of education which is important i think a lot of reporters learn from that sort of discussion about scientology and and, and also about cult based organizations mm-hmm. um you know because i think that scientology is not only a cult it's also like this for profit business that's a you know, that's engaging in crim- criminal activity. So I think it's it's two things simultaneously. Right. Um. Uh, but when you when you talk about this stuff, is is people often just make fun of it, right? So they talk yeah. about Zenu, or they or in the case of if you want to talk about a, a digital cult, QAnon, right. they talk about you know people believing that Oprah or you know Chrissy Teigen are eating babies and drinking their blood, and that allows. These cults to sort of be spared from the kind of investigation right. that needs to be done, which is about, in the case of Scientology, which is which is about money. So yes. every time you talk about Zenu, you're not talking about the fact that the church has billions of dollars in real estate
0: right.
2: that sits empty,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that it's stealing money from people, mm-hmm. um, you know, by by forcing them to to hand over donations. Um, And then, in the case of something like QAnon, you're not talking about the fact that you've got people that are believing that political figures are dangerous enough to go and storm the Capitol, right? So, right. so I think it's about public education, something that I take, you know, I, I that needs to be taken seriously because I think a lot of people just don't know when it comes to the threats. I'm sort of very cold about that because, you know, and part of it comes from you know being Iranian when you're Iranian and you know and you've had your relatives arrested and tortured and executed and all this stuff, these sort of threats and I'm putting that in quotes, it's sort of laughable. Like once you've dealt with that stuff, right. You know, (laughs) some, some, some random guy following you on the street (laughs) that can't arrest you or do anything becomes something that's not as, as interesting. And so, when people say, "Oh, you know," when reporters are said to me, "Oh, I don't want to get sued," I'm like, "Well, first of all," and I'm making this example up. You work for a huge newspaper, right? You're you're gonna you're gonna be fine. And I would love for Scientology to sue me. Say please, yeah. I would love <laughs> it. I would welcome it. I would I would be like a pig in shit,
0: begging, be- begging for, begging,
2: it. begging. Please, yes. And 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 we, and, why,
0: and do we want to explain why why we're saying this?
2: But for me, it's a couple things. For me, it's it's it it elevates their nefarious activity publicly, sure. makes mm-hmm. it you know more known to people. As soon as you get sued, the second thing is, please let's go into discovery tomorrow. Uh, agreed. Right. I would love to have depositions taken.
0: Agreed, and, that, and, and that's what, and that's and and that's really for me. That's what it is, Jashar. It's they know, and and Mike can tell you this because he was the head of the dirty tricks department that that does this to people. He knows the last thing that he could have done was sue somebody like me or Mike or you. Yeah. He knows that all they can do is harass, threaten, stalk, attempt to silence, attempt to discredit, smear. You know, th- this is all they can do. And 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 that's really the message that I think Yashar that I want I want you to send to those in the media that they're not going to sue you because they know you're telling the truth.
2: And even if they do sue you, you know, you uh, you have an apparatus to protect you and they are never going to win. It is and the that one apparatus
0: is that you have the truth, right? That's another well, truth. Also, some of
2: these, you know, when someone from a network is telling yeah. me they're scared to be sued, I'm like, you're working for a multi billion dollar <laughs> right. company. Right. Trust me, you're going to be fine. I've been sued right. for defamation and one. And right. I don't have that backing and I was right. fine with it. And, and, right. and, and, when it comes to the, you know, the following and all this other stuff that to me, I still get, and I'm not a woman. So I want to sort of separate myself from that and say like, you know, I don't have to deal with that stuff day to day, but right. so what if somebody is, you know, sending threatening letters to, to your work that involve legal threats, not physical threats, because that's what they never, they never do that.
0: Well, you're it, in the business, but you're in the you're in a business, right, that you're yeah. used to that. Now, for the average person who we've dealt with, right, who have talked to us or done the Aftermath program, they have been uh, shocked, I mean, shaking in hysterics mm-hmm. when a PI shows up at their house, they're threatening them, you know, going through their garbage. You know, if you have children and you have somebody, you know, breaking into your gated community, mm-hmm. as, as I have you know my first thought is i don't know this person and i don't know what harm they can do to my daughter now you know we are prepared to protect ourselves um and i'm from brooklyn so i already have you know that uh built inside of me where you know you step looking to like you you're going to you're going to have you know maybe a response that you're not used to yeah. by people that you you do this to but 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 when it, when it comes to people who don't deal with this, it is shocking and it's and it's fucking scary. When they yeah, are it is, it is threatening your job, yes. Yep. When they're threatening your job, when they're outside your house with, with their minister gear on, uh, when they have infiltrated other, you know, real religious organizations and they seem to be a, a legit and bona fide, uh, you know, group that's being, uh, you know, bigoted against or whatever, you know. That, that all sends a message, and, and employers don't want that mess, right? Mm-hmm. So just losing your job is—but but Scientology has these as their policies, just for those who don't know. Uh, it's, it, and, Mike, you can post this on the website so people can see it. That Scientology actually has said in their fair game doctrine, find out what the person seeks to protect and then go after it. So what do people seek to protect? Their family, their friends, their job, their reputation, and it lays it out. It lays it out exactly that. Go after those things. It doesn't need to be true. Just suspicion of somebody being uh, doing something discredible. Um, you know, it, it, that's enough, right? And that's stuff, not most people can't deal with. Yashar,
2: that's a, that's right. And I think people who are who are former members, yeah, who actually have a tie to the church who've given over their information in auditing in right. other ways have a legitimate fear. And so what I always say, when people are like, aren't you scared? I'm like, I don't have to deal with, they don't have, you know, 20 years of my private stories. They don't have all the places where I'm vulnerable. And that is when I think privilege comes into play. So because I don't have a family mm-hmm. because I, meaning I don't have children and I don't have a yeah, spouse yeah. Yeah. because i don't um you know sort of need to worry about somebody you know threatening my job because you know i'm essentially self-employed i can take on these risks but i think the most important thing to say is 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 they're all of the things that they do now i'm not talking about 30 years ago when they were yeah. you know doing some significant harm to reporters all of the things that they do now are just an attempt to set up a barrier, where people say, "Well, I don't want to deal with that. Right. I'd rather deal with this story." Right. And you know what I always say to reporters is, "You have an incredible story here right. of an organization that does not belong on a list of of tax exempt religions that is incredibly wealthy that has you know less not not what it used to have in terms of celebrities, right. but it has a few major celebrities involved." That is a story of a, a major story that any reporter should want to to tackle. Right. Um, And I think that when it comes to this idea of you know oh they're gonna they're gonna you know try to, to to ruin my life and all this other stuff, I just think about what they've tried to do to me, which is set up you know the standard stuff. They set up fake websites. They buy you know ads for social media companies that are you know that. That make stuff up about me. They, um, they, yeah. I used to work for for California's current governor, Gavin Newsom, for many years, and they sent in public records requests mm-hmm. to get my emails with Gavin, in in the hopes that they would find something. Right. And the reason I know that they did that is because they made the mistake, or maybe they did it intentionally, of putting their Clearwater address on the forms. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and they've, and they've done, they've, they've tried to do other things. They've, you know.
0: Like what? Sliding
2: into my friend's DMs and asking questions about me and mm-hmm. all this stuff.
0: I mean, they also went to where you lived. Yes. And to send you a message that we know where you are.
2: And, and as you know, yeah. I am obsessively protective. Yes. I mean, more careful. But back then I was pretty careful. Yes. Um, I lived in my building under a pseudonym. Yeah. And they, they, they had somebody drop off a piece of paper that had my name on it, but it had the name, my pseudonym on the envelope. And then when I opened it, it was my name. Right. And, you know, found out that's when I stopped doing television interviews because I, one of the things that I found out is, is that you do a TV interview. that's live. People know that you're leaving the studio at a certain time. Right. So they can, you know, follow you around. Um, so I, you know, all of this stuff I'm just speaking on, on when it comes from my perspective is nothing compared to, for example, what my family went through and it's all an attempt to, to place this barrier, to make me think twice about tweeting about them or about doing stories on them. And, and frankly, I think more reporters with this sort of privilege, That can have the flexibility that I have need to take on the church.
0: I agree. I mean, what is the difference? Yeah. What is the difference between you and most of them? I I I don't understand most of them
2: can take on this risk. Cajones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But Yeshad, the very reason that they fear doing this is the exact reason that the media needs to be exposing it it's it's exactly the same thing as what happened with the irs the reason the irs should not have granted tax exempt status to scientology is because they violated the irs code by putting pressure on the irs They practice fair game on the IRS in order to get tax exempt status. That's the exact reason they shouldn't have it. The exact reason Mm -hmm. the media should be reporting on Scientology and the abuses and the fraud and the ripoffs is because they spend their money to do things to try and intimidate reporters. That's a reason enough for the media to be exposing what's going on. It's not a reason to shy away from it. It should
2: be the motivation to do more. That's right. And I think that one of the the factors when it comes to elected officials is I I have I have some as as Leah just mentioned about, you know, people who are dealing with threats for the first time in their life. I, I I have empathy for that. I don't have that empathy for elected officials in terms of you've been elected. To do to protect your constituents, to, to fight for your constituents, to protect the, the federal government. Um, and so I don't want to hear that you're worried about lawsuits or people following you when you're an elected official and this is your fucking responsibility. And, right. and it's a dereliction of duty that they have repeatedly been handed example after example over the past three decades mm-hmm. of massively fraudulent and criminal behavior. And and at a minimum, because you can lose your tax exempt status for non-criminal reasons, right right. right? At a minimum that the tax exempt status has been maintained, I don't, I don't want to hear about any, any complaints from elected officials about what may happen to them, um, particularly when we saw what happened at, at the Capitol and they're still willing to, to you know deal with those people. And right. have th- those people around and in their party. So, um, I I I just think that it's it's especially particularly with the Trump administration being over, you know that that genuinely did take up a lot of energy for so many reporters.
0: Sure.
2: Um, and and certainly on my from my perspective, it did. Every time I wanted to sort of focus on Scientology, there was like another round of sort of you know, you know concerns about the Trump administration or in my case, also the, the, you know, the Me Too movement being reignited. You know, I had to shift my focus to some non-Scientology stories as it relates to that. But but now we're in a different period where, you know, people can hold the Biden administration accountable for stuff, but they're not sort of taken in by Saturday morning tweets. Right. So <laughs> they can focus on things like Scientology, and I hope they will.
0: Right. And and, and speaking of that, like, how how do you think the media... And and celebrities should deal with Scientology celebrities, because there's one thing to 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 report on the criminal activities of Scientology, that it is in actual fact, a criminal organization. But you have now entertainment reporters, uh, you know, dealing with Scientology celebrities, and they are never asking the questions they are.
2: I, I, it drives me nuts. So one of the one of the best examples of this is yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, um, who is a a longtime Scientologist? If she's out of it, she should tell. She, she should isn't. tell us.
0: She isn't.
2: She she, she isn't, isn't. But I'm saying sometimes what happens in these situations, people. Are, well, how do you know she hasn't said anything right. and until she does? She's in it, right? And and you have people not asking her questions. So, for example, she sat down uh, for the Today Show a, f- a couple years ago. And, you know, these, the, the entertainment reporters often, you know, they're, they're not, they're not like hard news reporters in the of sense course. that yeah. they make deals and they yeah. have, you know, sort of things, but the Today show is not in that realm. Right. The Today show doesn't do preconditions. It doesn't, you know, no one's going to tell a reporter on the Today show or an anchor on today's show. They can't ask a question. Right. And so to sit there and watch her not be asked about Scientology. Was infuriating because, from my perspective, unless you are a minor, so for example, if somebody was like a 15 year old Scientologist and a famous actor, right. that's fine. I, I I sort of leave minors to the side because I don't think they're responsible for right for being part of a criminal organization for
0: being brainwashed. Yeah. Now i I want to I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate here because. Mm. When I was asked questions about Scientology, when I was a Scientologist, A, I truly didn't believe these things were going on in the organization. Now, when I was in, in and, and, and I was brought up in this, in Scientology, and what we engaged in was, and taught, was psychological warfare, where we believed anybody who was asking us questions uh, that seemed to be derogatory, a.k.a. the truth, uh was an enemy to us, so um, immediately you would shut down, right? And yeah. so that that, but uh, also the data that's available today wasn't available uh, just a short time ago, right? So, yeah, um, I'm not justifying why I, I I stayed in, but I was in as a child, uh, just as Elizabeth, and most Scientologists, but that's not going to change Elizabeth right? Being asked those questions, that's confrontational. Uh, she will perceive that as an enemy tactic. Um, and then we're taught how to respond to the media, right? Yeah. And this is how they're responding. This is the actual real problem that I have with it is every celebrity who does a podcast, who does an interview, who does a a talk show is asked, let's say they, they ask a softball question, right, about Scientology, like what do you say to the critics of Scientology? That that that's usually the pussy question they ask, right? Right. The answer is usually don't believe everything you read. Scientology has saved my life. It got me off drugs. Uh, you should look at the good works that we do. And then I would start, you know, spouting off the 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 the, the their their front groups uh the secular quote unquote secular groups uh and and saying all the good work that Scientology does, then the good old read a book right yep mm-hmm. yep uh, these are just apostates, these are people with an axe to grind. Why doesn't any fucking person say great but what 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 are they lying about supposedly what have what have you seen tell me a scene that you've seen in the aftermath like what was Mary Kahn of Florida lying about when she was crying hysterically about the, the the forced disconnection of her son, that she has spent 50 plus years, spent millions of dollars only to find out that it was all a lie and they took her son from her? What was she lying about? What was Mary Kahn lying about? What was uh, Claire Headley lying? Uh, lying about when she was in the C organization and forced to get an abortion she didn't want. What was she lying about? Why this is what, this is what enrages me more.
2: This goes back to education. So when, for example, I say to, I have a debate with somebody, yeah. n- a non-celebrity, just somebody who, who says, why are you so obsessed with Scientology? And, you know, sign. You know. By the, the way, I, by the
0: way, I would stop them right there. I don't like words like obsessed. I don't like words like critics. So I'd say rephrase and ask like a fucking person with some decency and a shred. A sh- like, just show me that you're somewhat fucking intelligent before we start. Well, I'm book. not because from think- Brooklyn. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
2: But no, I'm, I'm. But I'm Iranian. So you know me. I can be pretty. I can. I can be pretty forceful. But I will say that when they say that or they say oh it's not a you know it's if if Scientology is a religion what about the catholic church and all this stuff and and i always say to them and and this is the part where reporters don't understand this and yeah. they can't ask the questions that you have rightfully suggested they ask i have said to them that's because there is not a policy written by god i'm talking about the catholic church mm-hmm. written by you know in the bible mm-hmm. or in you know, uh, or written by a pope and ordered by the pope mm-hmm. that somebody who disagrees with the Catholic Church should have their lives destroyed. And that's the kind of thing that people don't understand, reporters, about the complexities of Scientology and, and its leadership. They don't understand, and this goes back to the public education part,
0: mm-hmm.
2: they don't understand that, you know, this is written in policy by L. Ron Hubbard Mm -hmm. to do some of these things. Mm -hmm. And then you can go and say to an Elizabeth Moss, you know, nice try. Right. This is what LRH said in this policy. Right. Here's the policy.
0: Right. Here's your own policy.
2: And, and you and I know Elizabeth, that this is not open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. This is what LRH has written as part of policy. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: L Ron Hubbard has written part of policy And you know, there is no interpretation other than his own. And you can't say this to me, you know this. And so they can't do that because they don't know it. And even
0: though they've been provided it, even though you can Google this shit. And we tell this to people all the time. Don't take our word for it. Get on your fucking phone like you already are and Google this shit. Yeah,
2: I listen. I, I know. But I will tell you something. So many of these reporters don't do it. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. I know. But they yeah. don't. They don't do a lot of googling in general, which is no why shit. they're they're unprepared to ask questions not only of Scientologists but a lot of people. And and so I think that that public education is really really important in serving as. Um, a resource I, that's I, I've decided to to take on this role while we're taping this fucking podcast. Yeah, lotly i Mike, yeah. where I have to where I, I should you know I realize that you know because I speak the language and of you know that newsrooms understand is I can sort of help to educate people about how they should be reporting on this stuff because there's just an opaqueness yeah. from their perspective, which <clears throat> need to be. When it comes to Scientology, same thing with elected officials, they don't understand the layers here. And, right. um, you know, once you sit somebody down, it's almost like after this pandemic, I want to, you know, set up a conference somewhere Please. To, to do a, you know, PowerPoint presentation to teach everybody about what a nefarious organization this is. And it's not some hot new fad in Hollywood.
0: And it's not innocuous. It's not just I'm like, oh, isn't that just the crazy cult where Tom Cruise is jumping on a couch? Like, it is not, it it is not um something to be ignored and to just laugh off. And and to go back to your point about the Catholic Church, I also want to add just a few more things to that. Not only does uh uh the Catholic Church, just because we're using it as an example, not have policies plural that lay out exactly what to do to somebody who is speaking out uh but it also has policies uh to destroy people who are going to the police to report yeah. their rape they're yeah. uh being molested as children by Scientologists and and uh the these people are on the list as well right so you mm-hmm. don't have, a department in the Catholic church that is solely dedicated to go after mothers and fathers who simply want to know where their children are at or their sister as in like Shelly Miscavige, who's been again missing for 15 years, hasn't been seen Tom Cruise's best friend, David Miscavige's wife. Nobody seems to give a shit and nobody's doing anything about it except me. And then I get uh, attacked for doing it. Right.
2: When I move, I've moved a few times across the country, back and forth, over the past fifteen years. I have never, not once, gotten a call from the church that I attended for mass every Saturday or Sunday, and said, "Where are you?"
0: Right. And and, you and, and, and I should yep. explain that that uh, here's the other difference. Right. Is that Scientology is a prepaid. Yeah. Uh, business. So you have to prepay. You can't just walk in and just get a free service. I mean, I, I don't even know if they have free service. I mean, they might have things for PR reasons, right? To,
1: and taxes only. and reasons. To, yeah, yeah. Of, no, but, on, only for PR reasons. Yeah.
0: Yes. But by the way, again, you can Google this, everybody. Scientology's price list is online. You could see it. It adds up to about. $400,000 minimum. It says it right there. These services have to be prepaid. They do, they, they apply, they have a whole book, thousands of pages called the public division. Everything says, this is how you make money. This is how you bring money into the church. This is how you make money. There's a whole division just set up to make money. It's run on statistics like any other business. It's run on gross income, just like any other business. They, it's a, the Catholic ha- Church
2: doesn't pay commissions, <laughs> you know.
0: Scientology pays commissions to yeah. all of us. If you are a Scientologist, you are already or automatically uh, what's called a field staff member. And if you get anybody in doing any introductory courses, you get 10%. Uh, so everybody's assigned immediately as a field staff member who is a parishioner. But what, like you're saying, Yashar, uh, Scientology demands that you... Put in two and a half hours a day minimum. They will call you if you don't show up. Uh, If you have any trouble uh, getting to your studies, they will call you into their ethics department. You will be reprimanded. You will be interrogated on their lie detector. And that's two and a half hours a day every day. And they are keeping tabs on you, like you said. You have to report to your church and you have to put in two and a half hours a day on top of Prepay for your services. On top of having a department that goes after you, should you ever file a police report or want to be connected to your own child, should they have le- if they have left the organization, you are not allowed to have connection. They have. I mean, the Catholic go, Church has never
2: asked about my family. Right. 50, Fifteen years ago, I stopped giving, putting money in the collection tray because I thought to myself. I'd rather give the money directly to organizations that are helping the poor and other people right. that are in need because I don't want to be financing the the these settlements. Right. The the legitimate settlements that, right, that right, survivors right. deserve. But I'm I'm I I'm not gonna encourage that behavior by giving money. I you know, since then, which is again 15 years ago, I've never been no so one's you're ever saying, called me.
0: So you're saying they didn't label you an enemy to the Catholic yeah, exactly, Church exactly. and then start <laughs> trying to discredit you and uh, yeah. make your life miserable?
2: They've never asked me for money. They don't even know who I am. Exactly. They And, and the other thing is, is that – They've never, you know, as I said, they've never asked about my family. They've never asked me why I'm not showing up. They don't even, I mean, I don't exist because I don't need to exist because right. it's about the religion and the belief.
0: Right. They didn't write down and record all your confessions. and When I tweeted that. about yes. <laughs> the
2: church <laughs> yeah. and, and some of their cover-ups ups of, of pedophilia, I've mm. never gotten a phone call. I've never gotten a lawsuit threat. I've never gotten anyone showing up at my house. Um, and so I think that's one of the other ways that they're allowed to persist is this idea that, um, and, and I do think it comes a lot from the sort of fantastical beliefs, you know, the Xenu stuff and people say, Oh, the Xenu stuff. Well, if you read the Bible, there's crazy stuff too. And I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. That's why it's always important to get away from the, the doctrines, you know, right, quote unquote, and focus on the financial crimes and the other crimes that the, that the church is is participating in um, to, you know, to, because as soon as we get into the ideology, that's just where you get lost.
0: Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I, but,
2: but yeah. that's a, that's a great point,
1: Yasha, but also let's not forget the ideology of Scientology is also that the abuse yeah. and the going after people and the fair game is in fact the scripture of Scientology, yes, yeah. what I and that's is it, what makes it so weird is yeah. that, just as you're saying that 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 doesn't exist in the Catholic Church, the the local Jewish synagogue doesn't have some book that tells them how to deal with the people who leave the synagogue. That they, they Scientology has both on one side the crazy space alien science fiction that is their scripture but people tend to just as you're saying go yeah it's a bunch of crazy lunatic stuff but also their scripture is to destroy people to destroy their enemies to get money out of everybody to milk everybody for as
2: much money as you could possibly get out of them that's their scripture too So I think think it's about the fantastical parts that uh you sort of have to really split those in two. So if you take QAnon, for example, as I said, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked when you focus on the, you know, Oprah and Tom Hanks and Chrissy Teigen are eating babies. But on the other side, you have Nancy Pelosi is an evil, you know, monster that needs to be held accountable. That's a very real threat. Just as in Scientology, the Xenu stuff is a distraction from the real threat of the financial stuff going after people trying to destroy people's lives. And uh, that's why I I don't make fun of this stuff in in Scientology or in QAnon that's sort of crazy. And I focus on these people are dangerous.
0: Right. Right. And, and, and that's very true because, and, and we've been very careful about that. Although uh, on early on in, in uh, talking about the aftermath uh, producers were trying to push Mike and I into talking about Xenu and, and if anybody doesn't know what Xenu is, it's when you, you have spent, you know, most of your life in Scientology to get to the confidential levels, which is like the sacred scripture. And you find out the story of Xenu uh, you could look it up uh, and see, and it's true, by the way, because most people who haven't gotten to this level, called the OT levels, they actually don't know if what they're seeing is true. And I'm I'm going to confirm that it is actually what you actually read, because Mike and I have both uh, achieved the level of OT. That's the other thing in yeah. the
2: Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. You, you have you know you have a a priest that is that is talking about the scripture, but I don't I don't need to be there. To know about the scripture, guess what? It's in one place. Yeah. Bible. Right. That's it. And but it's you free. also
0: don't need to believe it. In Scientology, yeah. you were told you have to believe it, or you are then taken to interrogation, put on the cans. They're asked, then they ask you, what, you know, what, uh, you're disaffected. Who are you talking to? What are you looking up on the internet? You need to disconnect from your mother if she's not um, like immediately it starts. So you just learn to just keep quiet and hopes. Yeah. And, and you hope that maybe it's going to get better and you hope that maybe you're going to open up a confidential that says that was all crazy shit uh, and here's the real shit. You know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah. it, it's just insane.
2: No yeah. one forces you right? in the Catholic Church, for example, in Leviticus, if it says like you should kill your child because they, you know, ate pork. I'm making this up because I don't yeah. know Leviticus that well uh. because they ate pork. That was written 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't have to follow that. No one's going to come to my house or no one's going to take me and interrogate me for not killing my child after they eat pork. Right. In Scientology, I don't have to tell you guys, but I'm telling your audience, especially the people that follow me, that is what you're supposed to do, meaning you must follow what it says in Dianetics. That's the key difference. And I And I feel like I just have to drill that into people's heads all the time. There is no option. There is no interpretation. You know, there's, know. there's no
1: parables inside no, by
2: the way L. Ron Hubbard if correct me if I'm wrong if, if, maybe I'm mixing things up doesn't he even have a policy about how you should wash windows yes yes yeah yeah so this shows you how how much I pay attention to this stuff is like that's the crazy stuff and you must follow it you must wash a window I think he said with newspaper or something yes you correct. Know, correct you vinegar have and newspaper And vinegar. yes yeah you have to follow that. You don't have a choice. If you don't, you are going to be targeted by the quote-unquote religion that you are a member of.
0: And the other difference, too, and you could tell me if this does it, is not even worth pointing out, you're going to find a lot of Catholics that say, we don't agree with this. Yeah. We are not – because we're Catholic doesn't mean we agree with – these priests should be punished. You yep. will not find that in Scientology.
2: You, it's impossible, right? And and there, because there isn't even a right, there's not even a small sect within Scientology. There is no room for negotiation or discussion. And so, I think I think one of the things that does help with QAnon is that now politicians, because I was pulling my hair out for two years right. trying to 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 get people, and there's there's other reporters that were doing it too, like my. My friend Ben Collins trying to get people to take this very seriously right. and people were saying the same things oh it's just a few people in their mom's basements or right. it's just and now they get it and and they also there's a dynamic within cults but particularly I'm focused on QAnon and Scientology. Of the sort of fair game approach.
0: Yes, the same tactics, the yes. same fair game tactics. So, so, and, so and I, the, I, you know,
1: there's another tactic that is also used, Yeshar, That I that was brought to my attention very recently. These people in QAnon are 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 obs- obsessed, and this is the correct use of that word right. in this case. Yeah, they are obsessed with the idea that they do the research. That they are the informed people who understand, and everybody who doesn't get it is a dummy who hasn't, quote, put in the work and done the research. And you hear this in Scientology, too. And this intimidates people and intimidates reporters. Have you ever read it? Have you have you read Dianetics? Do you have you ever experienced an auditing session? Well, you're in no position to be judging us. You're in no position to be commenting on what we do and don't do because you don't really understand. You haven't really found out. You haven't done your homework, blah, 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 blah. It's a similar, here is how we keep the world at bay and live inside our little bubble is that we convince ourselves that we're the only ones that really know and everybody else is ignorant.
2: Yeah, and I I say to that, Go back, you can you can get into someone like me can get into those kind of arguments with the Scientologists, but for reporters that that aren't as well prepared, there are some simple truths that are important, I think, to go back to. And one of those is at the Catholic Church, you don't need to hide in a trunk to leave right. <laughs> as people in Scientology have. Right. That's like baseline to me. Right. You know, right. And, yes. and 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 there's we don't need to discuss anything past that. Right. And you know, there's just some some things like that in the Catholic Church. There's no policy that says that you are going to have your life destroyed if you dare to sue a Scientologist or call law enforcement. That's another thing with with members of Congress who I know are going to be listening to this because I'll make them
0: please but
2: tweeting about them and sending it to them directly. I. When Scientology, all you need to know is there is a policy that is harshly enforced that says that if you want to call law enforcement on another Scientologist, you are finished. That's all. We don't need to discuss anything else. Right. Right. That's it. That is enough to have the whole thing shut down. Agreed. And that the criminal
1: justice system and law enforcement are tools of the psychiatric community and are bent on the destruction of mankind. And that the only hope for every man, woman, and child on planet Earth is for Scientology to take over and implement science, the Scientology system of justice. That to turn someone over to the justice system as it exists in normal society is. Tantamount to signing their death warrant. That this is the mindset of Scientologists. This is how Scientologists are raised, or what they are raised to believe. And I know it sounds incredible. It is absolutely 100. I mean, the very last chapter of L. Ron Hubbard's book called Introduction to Scientology Ethics says this explicitly explicitly that the FBI, the government, all government agencies, law enforcement, judges, courts, they're all criminals, and they breed criminality, and that for people to end up in those venues is, like I said, the worst thing that can possibly happen to them.
0: Mike, if I was to compile, if you and I were to compile out of all the enforced policies that we have to read, right? Because we all read the same policies. That's the other thing, Yashar, is that because Scientology is laid out in steps, you can't just go in and talk about your dad or your mom, right? Every Scientologist has read the same thing. We might not have achieved, right? They not ha- might not have achieved certain steps on the bridge, but every reporter should ask, I'm sorry, where are you at on the bridge? Again, Google Scientology Bridge. And you'll see the steps that are laid out in the way that Scientologists have to do it. Right. This they should know the
2: public education though, They should
0: it, know where somebody is out on the bridge and go. So then you've read this policy and produce it.
2: Yeah. But this is where this, the public education comes in. When Mike is talking about the the policies against law enforcement, against the FBI, how L Ron Hubbard and David Miscavige have talked about them. Mm -hmm. What what people who are unaware and uneducated about how Scientology works will do is they will go and Google something like that. Mm -hmm. And what will they see? They'll see photos of Scientology officials with police officers Mm -hmm. taking, you know, holding city
0: council, men and women, city council
2: members holding Mm up, you know, placards, you Mm -hmm. know, honoring the police or holding up a big check saying, you know, we've just donated $25,000. And well, so it's about teaching them about safe pointing all these other sort of things policies. that Scientology does yeah. to, to, you know, use law enforcement as a tool. As I was saying to a, a reporter, another reporter the other day, um, when it comes to Scientology and, and, and law enforcement, if there's somebody that is, let's say a person who's, you know, an an unhoused person or perhaps somebody dealing with addiction that is sitting on the the front steps of a Scientology building, the church will have no issue calling the police in that case. Nope. 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 (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right. Law enforcement is a tool, an Mm -hmm. external tool for Scientology, um, but it is not a tool that they want used against the church. Um, so I, I, think, I think this really, really comes down to, and I know you've done it ad nauseum, but sometimes I feel like, you know, you've got to just, we got to keep doing it. Even though everyone wants to move on with their lives, <laughs> I'm sure there's other topics
0: to talk about. I'd love but, to move on with my yeah, life. Yeah,
2: And that's what I say, by the way, that's what mm-hmm. I say to people. One of the other things is the obsession thing, the line, and I, and I use it sometimes myself and I, and I shouldn't because I mean it in a way where I'm, I am, I am focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is something that the church loves to do. Oh, Leah and Mike are just obsessed mm-hmm. with the church. It's right. Like, you know, if you found out that some organization was doing terrible things to people, you would be focused on it too. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I I think that the law enforcement, bit. when I tell people that, when I really make them focus on it, mm-hmm. almost always they understand why it's such a, a, a bad thing. That, of course. If my... Husband, if I'm a a woman and my husband beats the crap out of me, I can't call the cops. Right? Not because of all the other issues that come with a woman reporting domestic violence, but because this multi-billion-dollar organization will try to ruin my life if I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? You'll lose everything, and you'll lose right. everything.
2: You lose everything.
0: Yes, and and just to go back to to law enforcement, Mike, my point was. If we ever compiled all of the policies that we're forced to to read in Scientology, compile everything that L. Ron Hubbard wrote about the police departments, politics, United you know, the AMA, the APA, uh the FBI, the CIA, real doctors, real psycho if I was to compile what L. Ron Hubbard has said about government agencies, Scientology would be on the, like the FBI's watch list. Like yeah. the literally, I, I, am I correct? Mike, is it?
1: No, it's it. it the thought when you're saying that Leah, that yeah. thought overwhelms me. Right. Like, it's like, oh my God, don't get to the end of that sentence, Leah, and say, Hey <laughs> Mike, can you have this put together next week? <laughs> <laughs> because it is literally it's huge, yes. But what I will do, and and just pursuant to this idea of education, Yashar, and you know, you echo what what Captain Yolanda Williams said to us when we talked to her. You know, she's the the Jonestown survivor who's now a captain in the San Francisco Police Department, and she was saying, "What we need is we need a program to educate law enforcement on dealing with cults." because they don't understand, they don't know how to act, they don't know how to react, they don't know what to do. You you have a, a very unique position. You know, I forgot to mention in the in the beginning when I was introducing you that you recently appeared on the Time magazine entry of the 25 most influential people on the Internet, and you have the ability to reach an enormous number of of social influences, political influences, etc. And I hope that we can parlay our talk here into something bigger. And I will put together all of the things that we have talked about and put them on, you know, link for my blog and link for this podcast so that you can refer people to them to go and look for themselves and see these references, see what L. Ron Hubbard wrote about these things, and know that it's not just, you know, made-up horror stories from bitter defrocked apostates. This is reality, and part of the education is educating these people in the media, politicians, law enforcement, about what really is the essence of Scientology, because the essence of Scientology is the, quote, scripture of L. Ron Hubbard, and that scripture is stunning in its brazen disregard for the well-being of people
2: or the law. It's crazy. The only way to seek forgiveness—and this this sounds harsh to outsiders— is to say publicly, if you're a celebrity, I'm not saying this about, you know, somebody who's sort of middle class that got roped into it. Yeah. I'm talking about famous people. The only yeah. way that I will ever believe that somebody is a former Scientologist is if they publicly say, I am no longer part of this dangerous organization. Right. Because, I, you know, I've gone after Greta Van Susteren a few times. Sure. And, you know, she's one of those when I say covert Scientologists, because everyone knows Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. Right. Many people right. don't know that Greta and her husband were writing big checks.
0: Uh, the and by the way, they are big time Scientologists. Big time they're, not, Scientologists. they're not dabblers. They are and, right. big time in Scientology in it. And 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 get to back to the QAnon thing for a minute, because I know you literally were pulling your hair out for getting the message out and, and nobody was listening to you, right? You, you weren't saying, for, you were saying, forget the beliefs. These are dangerous. Da-. You were, you were going to social media. You were saying, guys, you c- cannot give this platform. And we're having the same issue. How did you finally get people to listen to you, Yashar? It,
2: it became, and I want to be clear because there's, you know, QAnon for me was something that was, the, the, I was sort of focused on, I never did a story on them. I, I did a lot of tweeting, which in these days is is the only, is the thing that really matters. Right. But, yeah. but also I was privately, and as, as some people know, helping my friends
0: right, right.
2: who were dealing with them, like Chrissy Teigen, who yeah. was, they were majorly focused on her right. and, you know, violent threats and dangerous threats against her. And, and so I was for two years. I was trying to bring attention to this because I had seen the parallels with Scientology, and I would have discussions with people at social media companies, saying like, "How can somebody tweet that so and so is a baby killer and a um, you know?" And by the way, somebody with a verification badge. Oh yeah yeah. Uh,
0: Scientology <laughs> does too. Ahead, with four hundred
2: thousand yeah. followers, uh-huh. you know, I'm making the, the number up, but there's examples yeah. of that in QAnon. And mm-hmm. and how can you guys allow that to happen? Because when someone tweets something like that with four hundred thousand followers and a verification badge, which people yes. sort of tie that to, if they have that badge, that means it's factual, right? That is that is sending dangerous. threats. Yes, dangerous. Yes. And mm-hmm. and and I, you know, it's sometimes I would say that and I would say, okay, forget about. Forget about Chrissy Teigen. Forget about yeah. Tom Hanks. Forget about any of these. What about some some of these reporters? There's regular reporters that are making fifty grand a year. Right. That don't have the protections that a celebrity has. Right. And they would just say they would sort of be befuddled. It finally became a thing when you know when when people like Chrissy said, "I am leaving these social media platforms."
0: Right.
2: That they started focusing. In the way that they should and having policies that they inf- actually enforced. It, it was, it was until their pocketbook was threatened that they actually started doing something.
0: Because I have sent, people have sent, our listeners yeah. have sent <sighs> so many examples of egregious violations of Scientology on social media. Like you're saying, they verified, Jack Dorsey, the CEO, even tweeted at a Scientology event. Oh, what a night. Back
2: in 2006, I think. Yeah. yeah. I
0: have gotten nowhere. I have never been able to get over a certain amount of followers, by the way, for the many years that I've been on Twitter. Like, it will hit a certain number and never go over that number. We called once. They said something like, oh, there seems to be some kind of restriction on her account. Then we can never get that person back on the phone again. So there's some crazy shit going on there but the fact that uh scientology front groups uh, these accounts are going after current um plaintiffs i I, I mean to me this is tampering with witnesses this is an attempt to silence them they're trying to shame them they're trying to scare them and it sends a message to other scientologists go after these people threaten these people and we have sent these types of we've we've sent example f to their own to their legal department no response from instagram facebook twitter no response
2: this is where i i keep on going back to this and i feel like a broken record where i think there needs to be some public education because people need yeah. to understand what allows these things to happen and i mean public education for social media companies sure. which yeah. is another commitment right. i will make on this podcast is, is they need to understand how this stuff comes about yes, and why it is. And I know you've tried to do it. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, just from a different perspective, sure. doing it, because I think that they don't understand what happens to people when they do this, when they, for example, they compare me to one of, you know, which they've done a number of times to one of um, Hitler's
0: oh, henchmen. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the Stand League, which is a front yeah. group for Scientology, verified, by the way, by Twitter, yeah, has uh, 400 and something thousand followers, all, of course, bought um, and uh, seems to be, you know, a legit account and, yeah. and, and other. They should Scient- at least not yeah. have
2: verification.
0: Uh, I agree.
2: And people don't want to believe that to be true, which is what they do with cults all the time in order to to diminish how dangerous they are. And I think this is a natural human reaction. They try to minimize the number of people that believe in it. They try to minimize the actual sort of reality of, of what this stuff means. So, oh, right. it, don't worry. It's just a p- few people that are just sort of going crazy. They're not going to actually do anything. Right. Um, and they, you know, it's it's people I think naturally don't want to believe that other human beings believe this. I understand. And so that's what leads them to minimize it right. in their heads. It's not the right thing to do, but yeah. that's what they do.
1: Yep.
0: And uh, uh, listen, I hope you get somewhere because uh, we are for victims, right? We, we want to advocate for victims. And the campaigns that Scientology is engaged in uh, is, is uh, deplorable, uh, that they would try to gain acceptance through pretending to be victims of real bigotry, pretending to be victims of domestic violence, uh, and using the Internet, Twitter, uh, social media platforms to do so. And uh, I hope that uh, you can talk some sense into people, Yashar, like you've done and and made such headway with Scientology as well as 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 QAnon where you have alerted the public and social media platforms to the dangers that could come from this type of thinking. And I, and I agree with you. I think we saw the result of that. Uh, but I also want to say to, to people who believe this, uh, because I do have sympathy Yashar for people who do, cause I was one of them. Yeah. And these are people who feel disenfranchised in some way, right? Because you can't say that your government isn't lying to you. You can't say that you right? So there, there's some truth in what they feel. They, they are feeling disenfranchised in some way to connect up with something like this, just as you would with Scientology, right? You know, these are not stupid people. These are people that, you know, they're decent people that believe change has to happen, right? And so they're not yeah. hearing what they need to hear. So then they they see a little morsel of truth, right? Of like the government's hiding. There's too much government involvement in your everyday life, you know. And 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 they attract to that just as we attracted to something we thought was decent, and we thought the same thing that we had the answers and that everybody else was ignorant and that we needed to teach them that, right? We need to find another way to communicate. To to. Here, I hear you. I understand you feel disenfranchised. I hear you that things have to change, but this is not the way. That doesn't make this true.
2: What I often say about, you know, about Scientology and QAnon, one of the things I should say that 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 people who who may want to criticize me, and I'm not talking about Scientologists, yeah, say is like, oh, you're just worried about your celebrity friends. It's sort of some.
0: I don't know why anybody would say that. Would be uh, people here.
2: say that all the time. Okay. And I say I'm 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 not losing sleep at night over my wealthy, famous friends. I mean, I'm worried about them, but I'm not. It doesn't keep me up at night because they have the protections they need.
0: Right.
2: What the, the people that don't have the protections they need. Right. When I think of Scientology, for example, is you know a family of four that lives you know just outside Chicago and yes. maybe maybe the father had a drug problem and ended up in in Narconon. Right. And all of a sudden the whole family are members of Scientology.
0: Right.
2: And all of a sudden the kids college fund which the parents have worked hard to build up over the years they're being told, "Well, college doesn't matter. Your salvation does." And all of a sudden they're emptying out the college account. Right. And all of a sudden they're taking on credit card debt. And then when they finally sort of get scared and say, we don't have any money anymore, they're told you're going to lose everything and your family, you're going to have to cut them off. Right. That's who I'm concerned about.
0: That's a mention. Yashar, we we spoke about Scientology being a prepaid business, right? Yeah. Well, that guy that you're talking about was forced to put $50,000 on his account because you have to pay in advance. Right and big and big chunks of money. That guy leaves Scientology. That money's sitting on a Scientology account, and he's not allowed to get it back for services he doesn't want and will never get because he he signed
2: away the rights. Yes, exactly. Get them back. And
0: And, do you know how many millions of dollars are sitting on account that people, good people, can't get back? We're talking twenty thousand here, fifty thousand there. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of people with money on account. Last we checked, last we had somebody in Scientology was Matt Pesh, who knew the numbers of the reserve accounts. What was that that amount, Mike? From Mike, um, um, from Matt Pesh. I,
1: I think just for the Flag Service Organization, it was three hundred million dollars. Three hundred
0: yeah. million dollars sitting in unused money. And people can't get it back. Why? Call a lawyer and go. Hi, I used to be in Scientology. I got fifty thousand on account. Uh, you know they won't give it back to me. I haven't received the service. I don't plan on getting the service. And the lawyer goes, "It'll be fifty thousand for me to even draw up a fucking paper for you." Are you kidding me?
2: And they know this is why I tell people all the time that Scientology having its tax exempt status revoked is so yes. important because. Yes. There are so many protections. Yes, they get from religious, you know, punishment to this sort of thing about donating money. And not if it was treated like a business, yes, they would not be able to engage in some of these tactics. Agreed. Right. So, exactly. so you know, to your point about the guy. And by the way, another thing, if you want to talk about the Catholic Church and 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 compare it to other, you know, compared to Scientology, you you know, if I wanted to give money to the Catholic Church they would say, Oh, thank you very much. And take it. And that's, it. if I, if Scientology Catholic church is not doing things like Scientology does, which is if I'm a Scientologist and I go sit down, uh, let's say at, 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 you know, at an ideal org or some other place where they're, they're, they're trying to rope in members. They're telling you, Oh, this is how you get more credit available on your credit cards. And they'll call for you. They'll call for you. This is how you increase your credit score so you can get more money. Yeah. how you can take out a home equity loan. Yep. This is how you can do this. No no other church is doing that. Correct. So I think I think about these comparisons are it's so important to to keep making them because I do think that people I've had the reason I keep doing this because as we discussed we'd rather be doing and talking about other things is I've just had too many people text me, email, DM, mm-hmm. call and mm-hmm. say God, I really didn't know how bad it was.
0: Right.
2: Yep. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this because at some point, you know, maybe when, you know, we're in our seventies, <laughs> hopefully before then, yeah. uh, you know, it, it'll finally collapse because we've done this. And you guys are doing it full time, but but because we've done this enough and, right. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a house of cards is what I always say. It's yeah. just waiting for somebody to kick it over. And, and when it comes to, if you want to talk about celebrities, this is what I always talk about when it comes to Tom Cruise because he's in a unique position that I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, any other celebrity is in Scientology. Absolutely. He could right. take the whole thing down. If he right. sat down tomorrow with a good reporter or interviewer
0: mm-hmm.
2: who asked the right questions and he was willing to reveal things that he knew and he has seen and he has new, participated in.
0: Participated in. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: New, new and participated in, meaning mm-hmm. he knows some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And he he's active in some other stuff. He could take the whole thing down. Of course. Yes. And that that is why when it came to people praising him for his COVID-19 rant, his bullshit rant. Right. I just wanted to just go nuts. And I still will never let people forget that they said things like, well, I don't like what he does, but this is actually a good thing. And I said, guess what's happening right now? This is about the education thing. Guess what's happening right now? That, that imaginary, that real, but imaginary, because I'm using an example, Mm -hmm. that father in Illinois, his family's wrapped up in Scientology. Just as they're finally ready to pull away, they're being shown articles where major people, politicians, Mm -hmm. Are saying, good for Tom Cruise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He is leading the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What a great example.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is why you can't praise these people. Right. Because your information, your praise is being used as propaganda right. by a criminal organization to keep very vulnerable people In. locked into it.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Absolutely, Absolutely. right. And so, you know, I just I I think that we just need to 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 keep doing that. And you know, he's gonna have movies coming out in the next couple of years. And 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 this goes back to the Elizabeth Moss thing. Every single reporter should be asking him about Scientology, and every single reporter should be asking him what his role was. And if it means that he stops doing interviews, fine. But any airing of an interview with a Scientologist like him that doesn't end up with questions like that is a dereliction of duty.
0: Agreed. And by the way, do your research. I mean, we're always available to people to give them the information. You don't need to take our opinion. We're going to provide you with the information so that you can know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. But know what you don't know. And you have to care about what's happening.
2: And I think I don't, I don't ever like to broadcast what I'm going to do in advance. But I do think what needs to happen is next time Tom Cruise does have a movie coming out, people like me need to be very public and say, hey, I know he's going on GMA. GMA, you better ask him about this.
0: Right. You ask him we, about disconnection. Ask him that he did. He, in fact, choose Scientology over his own daughter.
2: When's the last time you saw your daughter? When's the last time you did? You know, just these questions and 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 force. Reporters and anchors and, and hosts to to feel ashamed if they don't ask these really, really important questions. Of Where's your sentences.
0: best friend's wife?
2: Yeah. When's the last time you saw Shelly Miscavige? Why haven't you said anything about her? Right. Yeah.
0: What about people being fair game every day? Their lives being destroyed? No, yeah. here's the examples. Here's a website from Scientology accusing. This person of inciting murder. Yeah. You have that you your own church has these websites up and put this picture up to somebody who's in the fucking KKK.
2: Yeah. Anyway. And and be be well prepared. You know uh, what I always say is these 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 anchors would not go into an interview with a member of Congress. Some right. of these anchors, some of them right. are useless, but some yeah. of these anchors would not go into an interview with a member of Congress without knowing the policy.
0: Exactly. Without
2: understanding.
0: And the then life. having follow up questions when they answer you with their political fucking bullshit. Aren't you yeah. right there to go, well, let me. Well, hold on. Yep. But with Scientologists, you pussy ass.
2: They don't even get asked.
0: Yashar, you have riled me up.
2: Well, that's what I've always done for five years. <laughs> is, is give you Ajara. I give you Ajara. You
0: give me Ajara, but I love you. <laughs> I cannot thank you enough, Yashar.
2: It was an for honor. For what you
0: do, uh, not only for us, but for um, speaking the truth, to power, for being brave to do so uh, with, with, with some pretty tough critics and attacks. You you it's not just uh us. So I, I thank you for all that you do, Yeshar, and um I love you.
2: I love you too. I love both of you.
1: You're you're a brave man, yashar We appreciate you greatly.
2: I I take your lead. I take your lead. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks
0: thank you for you. being here.